Jackson, drip, drop, Pollock. That better? was better. Better? Okay. Yeah, thank you. How are the headphone levels there? I haven't put the headphones on. Should I put them on? That would that would help. All right, I'll give it a go. Michelle? Hi, can you hear me? I can't hear you. Cool, then we're going to roll with this. Sweet. Awesome. Didn't know what time it was. The lights were low, oh, oh. I leaned back on my radio, oh, oh. Some cat was laying down some rock and roll. Never saw the set. Speaking of people staring and, and not paying attention. Were we speaking of that? Yeah, we were. Okay. That was just been a running conversation for a long time. Jeez. I could not figure out. I did speak. Um, uh, comedy intern star student uh, Andy Mitchell isn't here today, but we were talking about this offline mm-hmm. of the orthodontist waiting room. Yeah. Which I was not dominating. Yeah. In homage to Chris Monks. Yep. But I could not believe how hard the people in the orthodontics waiting room were working. They were actually like exhibiting and... and expending a significant energy to not acknowledge that anybody else was there. Like the dude was probably four feet in front of me mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there and it's not like so we have someone to, else, like another parent, another parent. Yeah. And he is just staring down the wall behind me and it's, I didn't want to strike up a conversation, but I think there's a middle ground where you acknowledge sure. the existence of somebody else. Quick nod, a quick nod, like a little half smile, like, mm-hmm. you know, up nod. What's up? Or, or like, or like, how much is like taking your pockets and putting them inside out? Like, mm, this is costing me a lot. <laughs> yes, that's another. Like that. That's another thing. Rubbing your fingers together like yeah, ching. Exactly. It was clear that it was so much harder for him to pretend that nobody else was there yeah. than it would have been just to do any of those things. Mm. The labor involved in it was intense, and it yeah. went on for like ten minutes. Yeah. And even when his uh, son called him, was like, "Dad, you know we're here." Like he he couldn't break. He was like frozen. Yeah. Like he was he was like I've got to stick in this mode because if somebody else, if I acknowledge the existence of another person, bad things are going to happen. Well, I mean, would they have? I think so, but it has to be related to when you're walking down a sidewalk, or when you're going someplace, and you see somebody that you know off in the distance. How long do you wait? Like, what's the appropriate amount of time before you give them the nod of recognition? Because you can't do it the whole way. You've got to save that up until oh, yeah. you're like. Is it fifty feet, twenty feet? I'll start. I'll just look, when you're. I'll look down for a while. Like I'll, I'll have. I've seen them coming, but I'll look down for a while, and then within about twenty feet, then I'll look up and. Is that the mark something. for you? Is that the measure? Twenty probably, feet. Probably. Probably. Michelle, I mean, are you a twenty footer? A twenty footer. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, that's, that's how people refer to it. I feel like that's fair. Because don't I think some people just wait for the actual pass by. Yeah. Like maybe high five them. Yeah, I I wait for the pass by, because I'm. But significantly so, more socially awkward than Michelle is. I know, but do you avert your eyes the whole time? Like how long, be t- what's the timing between when you actually recognize? Sometimes I'll look at the ground. Sometimes I'll like be like, oh, wow, that's an interesting tree. Or just like <laughs> pull out my phone and pretend like I'm texting. On, the, or like the phone some, makes it easy. The phone, yeah, yeah, the that, phone makes helped. it pretty easy. Sometimes if I don't have my phone with me, then I'll do like, oh, wow, the tree. Um, and then... Right, but then do you like... Uh, or do you make it seem like, oh, and then look who's here. Yeah, yeah. You, you pull back no, from the tree. I, yeah, I do. <laughs> Did they buy it? Probably not. I mean, you're kind of screwed if you both make mutual eye contact at like more than 20 feet. The yeah. other thing that I do sometimes too is I'll accidentally or like I'll make eye contact with someone and they'll make eye contact with me. But then I'll like look away because it doesn't register that it's mm-hmm. someone that I know. And by the time I realize that it's someone I know. It's too late. You know what I mean? Like, I've looked away. 
and they've looked away by the time I look back. That's and, tough. And you have to follow it through. Wait, yeah. I, I, have a cor- I have a corollary to this. Okay, I'm, I'm going to ask Monica. Monica, so you're entering your building, Correct. Oxley Center for Global Studies, uh-huh. and you see like a person, how many like, and you, you, you open the door, you're first, and that person's coming. How far does that person have to be from you? What if you get trapped you? with a line? Well, I'm just saying, how far does that person have to be so you will continue opening the door? Like if they're like, you know, just five feet behind you, you'll keep the door open. What if they're 10 feet? What if they're 20 feet? What if they're 30 feet? Do you have where's a, the, where's a, the a distance? Yeah, before you're just like, I can't stay here all day waiting for you to get here. Yeah, my immediate reaction is always to keep uh, mm-hmm. the door, uh, keep holding the door. Yeah. And then I feel like very awkward exactly because i'm just like come on hurry up yeah and, I'm then, doing and, this and then for you they also and they, they also kind yeah. of start walking faster so that it's they very it's difficult I, yeah but i, I, but I never learn i always do it you always I, do it i think it's a point of pride like i like being the guy that holds the door for as long as possible really yeah it's like i'm you know i'm casual doesn't take i've got all day i'm not busy it's kind of fun to pretend that you're not busy do you know i, it, I think maybe your eyesight <laughs> is too good and if maybe if next time you need a new prescription, your glasses don't get it because oh, then you can't true. see far enough away. And then yeah, but this is this can solve the um, walking down the sidewalk thing. Like if yeah. I do see somebody very far away, totally. just take my glasses off yep. as if I'm you know polishing them. Mr. Magoo had smudging them. Had it right, he knew. <laughs> right, he knew. He then by the time I, I can choose when to put the glasses back on, just okay. in time for the pass by. Okay. Or perhaps awkwardly after the pass by, so they have to make the effort to yeah. acknowledge me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I always feel like whenever this happens, I'm the one who has to do the acknowledging. Yeah. Like it just never seems like it's, it's equal. How about just a high five? No, no other acknowledgement as that, you're walking past <laughs> That would be the best way to do it. Do it. You want to introduce our guest? Let's start the show. Well, let's 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 introduce the entirety. Of the okay, show. okay. Um, so what, this things. is one eleven, right? This is the corduroy episode. Why is it the corduroy episode? One one one. It looks like corduroy. Oh god! It also <laughs> looks like if we're doing if we're doing Roman numerals, it looks three. like three. So it's going to be confusing because we've been doing Roman numerals and CXI not. three corduroy. That's why I call it the corduroy episode. Okay. Corduroy. Don't you remember back when it was November eleventh, two thousand eleven? It was a very exciting day. It was corduroy day. That 11, was great. Eleven eleven eleven. That's amazing. And now here we are on episode 111. And just, it just We're going to do this for like 45 minutes. Connected. <laughs> so corduroy comes from the uh, nope. old Latin for striped lines. No, <laughs> striped lines. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go into it. This is episode 111 of Various Breads and Butters. Um, the corduroy episode. To my left, Ben Cohen. With him as always is me, his co-host, <laughs> Simon Portmantona. Oh, you're Bren, Ben Brickhouse, Cohen. Um, out in the studio, we got, a, we got a skeleton crew out in the studio. We got uh, Claire TV Dinner Swanson. Can we try something? Yeah. How about Swan Song Swanson? Swan Song Swanson. That's too hard for me to say. Claire? What, what do you think? Claire Swan Song Swanson. Um, okay, wait. Can Simon say it? Claire Swan Song Swanson. <laughs> yep. No, I can't. I, 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 on, apparently, I can't say it. <laughs> Twice. Claire Swan Song Swanson. I, someone has called me Claire Swan Song. Oh. Um, and now we have. Okay. I like I it. Mean, y- y- I think it's it's got a, we'll a beauty workshop to it. it. We'll workshop it. Yeah. Swans on Swanson. You can do whatever you want. Okay. I like both. Uh, our producer, of course, is Michelle Hyphen, Polton Simon. And in studio today. Very special guest. Very special guest oh, from the, depar- the, the, <laughs> the Department of Anthropology and Sociology at Lafayette College, Professor Monica Salaslanda. Monica, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks are you for inviting me. This are you is thrilled, very Monica? exciting. Are you thrilled to be here? Yeah, actually. Oh, good. I like okay. this setting. Yeah. <laughs> now, Monica, you, you have been here, this is your second year? 
Correct. Your second year. Yeah. Okay. So you've been here. So you've, you've, sophomore. you've yeah, you've had like you've had two years under your belt. How is how is it so far? It's been really good. Yeah. I'm very um, happy that I came here. Mm-hmm. I had the chance to meet very wonderful students, and I've been able to teach things that I really care about. Oh, that's so. good. That's oh, good. And, and my department. They're yes. very cool. Okay. I really like them. We'll let them know. So you're the we've <laughs> had a sociologist on the class, but not an anthropologist. We have had a sociologist. Dave Shulman. Dave Shulman has been here. You're oh. your uh you, you've called the A part of the A and S. Yes. Yeah, we've 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 balanced it out now. For the listeners out there mm-hmm. at Lafayette, anthropology and sociology are in a combined department. Mm-hmm. We call it A and S. Yep. Everything everybody's caught up. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think we're good. Um we have a wide international listenership, so we like to center them and help them understand. How have, a, these A and S? We have someone in the Netherlands. That's pretty much it. Hey oh, Peter. Hey Peter. Hope you're doing okay. Um, okay, so you're here now. I think we can. We've established that. And you're an anthropologist, cultural an anthropologist, yes. social cultural anthropologist, yes. and historical anthropologist, and historical anthropologist. Yeah. Um, where did you Where did you start? Where Where were you born? Journey. Journey question. Where Where did you start? Where did you start out? Where did Monica start out? Um, so I did where are you my. From? Well, I'm from Mexico. Okay. Uh, so I was born and raised in where, Mexico, and part? I did my oh Southern Mexico, Southern Veracruz. Mexico. Okay. So right in the Gulf Coast. Ooh, that sounds nice. Um, yeah, it's very nice. Uh-huh. So um, when I was in college, I just majored in anthropology and archaeology, oh, and cool. pretty much I've been doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> since I was 18 years old. So yeah. Now that's ar- where everything began. From archaeology, have you ever been to a site where you had to dig stuff up and dust things off? Um, no, I never. I have never conducted an excavation myself. Okay. But I was more interested in museum work. Okay. So I will be, you know, cleaning all the stuff that the archaeologists will bring back I from the it. field I and cataloging it, it and then. Uh-huh. That's safer um, too, because yeah, I've safer. seen movies where you go in a place and this boulder starts following you. And you have to run, and oh. then that's bad. I thought it was more like unleashing darts. Like, it's like ancient then, toxic spores. Yeah, you, you got to put like something down and take something up. It's Simon's doing a lot of hand motions. A lot of hand motions. It's you um, just don't want to say Raiders of the Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah. reference. No, excavation um, is hard work. It's okay. also often very hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Working in Mexico, it's is. slow yeah, yeah. and tedious, right? It's slow and tedious. Yeah, you yeah. got to be like real careful about pulling stuff out. That's true. I got it. Okay. Uh, so where did, where did you go to college? You were an um, undergrad yeah. in, in, in Mexico? Yeah, correct. Uh, Universidad de las Americas. Mm-hmm. And that's um, in Puebla, Mexico, which is a city perhaps one hour far from Mexico City. Mm-hmm. So that's where everything started. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was lucky enough to um, got a Fulbright grant. Nope. So that brought me to the United States, to New nice. York City, to be Ooh. specific. Okay. This is where the museum ties back in. There's the museum, you're right. There's museums I, there. We've, I know. we've heard. Yes. Did you know that kids used to live in the Met? Michelle was telling us. <laughs> in a book I read in elementary school. <laughs> but it was, was it a fiction book or a nonfiction? Definitely a fiction book. Oh, well then no. that never happened. You can forget that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't add that to your, to your list of things that you know. But wasn't there a story uh, uh, like the dude who lived at the airport? Mm-hmm. In the terminal, there's a movie, The Terminal. Yeah, but it, what? It, but what does that so you do can, anything? You can live in large institutions for a long time secretly. I suppose the terminal one was the the dude wasn't like supposed to live there. You have a you have a really weird way of providing evidence for things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I bet somebody has stowed away in. I mean, not at the museum. There's a whole trilogy about them. That's, that's not, true. That's true. That's also fiction. Oh, that's also fiction. That's, that's right. That's also fiction. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I think we I'm should. I'm sorry, Monica. Okay. So you so you didn't live in a museum. You probably I had an apartment not. or something like that. Yeah, that's okay. a scholar. Yeah. But I spent a that lot of time in the museums. Yeah. Absolutely. I almost lived there. my master's was on museum yeah. studies. So okay. I had to, you know, visit a lot of museums in yeah. New York City and write my papers about 
exhibitions and stuff. That's cool. Museum studies. What kind of class do you have in museum studies? Pretty much have like a history of museums as mm-hmm. like one of the core courses. And then you there's a bunch of electives. So you go um, focus on more like the historical aspect of mm-hmm. the institution. Like you cabinets could do more, of curiosity. Exactly. You could, or you could do something more practical like a theory on conservation or what are the new trends okay. in conservation or managing a museum. So, But I was more uh, driven to the historical aspect of it. Yeah, All right. Hey, me too. Yeah. If we came to your house right now, would would there be everything set really nicely in cabinets and everything like that, like a museum? Or does it not extend to your personal life? It will look more like a cabinet of curiosities. Okay. I don't have everything like perfectly ordered and cataloged. And my books are not ordered alphabetically okay. or anything like that. Okay. But I do have a bunch of objects all over the okay. my house. Got it. And we'll check that off the list. If I have a favorite museum? Uh-huh. Uh, that's a tough question. For uh, I guess for different things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Other yeah. museums in, in uh, do you have a favorite Mexican museum back in Mexico? Well, I think my relationship with museums in Mexico is a little bit, I don't know, problematic. Oh, why? <laughs> Please let's discuss. <laughs> no, because our main institutions they're run by the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, I think that there will be an agreement that the National Museum of Anthropology and History is one of the most important museums, and it is. It's like a very interesting institution but it also has a problematic history uh you know like archaeologists were working for the state so it was a very particular kind of archaeology that was being uh, conducted and the museum reflects this very nationalist agenda and it's very problematic yeah yeah yeah. you know that's that's why so how how does that compare to the smithsonian in no, terms of, like, nationalists. Yeah, I think that there are similarities. I mean, at the end of the day, you're trying to tell this a story of, of, of power and you're trying to give uh, the people a sense of proud and things mm-hmm. like that. So there are similarities. Yeah. But uh, I think that the specificity of the National Museum of uh, Anthropology in Mexico is that it's a recent institution. It was created in the 60s. It was, a, they didn't change, it looked like almost a very old museum. You know, they didn't change a lot of narratives in yeah. terms of uh, inclusion and representation and things like that. So so was it straight from, straight from Manhattan to uh, Ithaca? Yes. Oh, hold on. Where did you do your graduate work after that, after NYU? Yeah, so after I was done with my master's, I uh, decided to start a PhD program. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a very <laughs> nice, a very well-respected historian that was working in the same area that I wanted to work on, and I decided to apply to Cornell University. Cool. How did you like it there? Um, at the beginning, it was difficult, I yeah. think. It was very, I felt really isolated, especially after living in New York City for two and a half years. Yeah. Super cold. Uh, it was super cold. Yeah, yeah, yep. we don't I mean, like I'm, that. I'm from Mexico. Remember, mm-hmm. let's just keep that in mind. <laughs> not, not I'm as cold. from the coast, <laughs> so you know it was very hard. Uh, the first year was, yeah. was tough, but after that, you know, I really learned how to love the place. And mm-hmm. right now, if you, if I think Ithaca will be one of the places I would like to like move. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are one of. Um, 85 of our guests yeah. come from Cornell. Yeah, a lot of Cornell graduates. 112% of the faculty. Are yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually the only one who's not. Yeah. The two of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only non-Cornell I'm faculty done. members. Yeah, it's amazing. All right, so you're at Cornell in mm-hmm. Ithaca. Yeah. How have you narrowed or focused your, your field of study? Because you started from age 18, archaeology and anthropology, and then that was related to museum issues. You went yeah. and got a master's from museum studies at NYU. Yeah. Now you're off to Cornell to get a PhD. This is mm-hmm. great research. Recap. It's a re- it's called recap. Um, For those who just tuned in. Yeah. 
Let's do yeah, it. so it was actually not that disconnected from what I had done before. Um, I I knew that I wanted to uh, study the aftermath of the Mexican Revolution, its legacies, and I because I had that museum training and that training in archaeology, I knew that objects would be a good way to tell that story. Mm. So um, I pretty much tried to take those perspectives and apply them to you know my anthropological research, and um, it worked out pretty well. I went to the field and started paying attention to very modern objects that you will not necessarily uh, put together. And yeah. I tried to take to tell a story about the um, rise and fall of the Mexican post-revolutionary state. Mm -hmm. So what kind of field work is this? What objects are you talking? Um, so I pretty much look at um, oil infrastructures. I looked at reconstructed pre-Hispanic monuments, like okay. big pyramids. Mm -hmm. um, I looked, too, at photographs uh, depicting, like, indigenous groups mm -hmm. um, and I also looked at agrarian documents. Okay. So how long of a time span? Pretty much start from early 20th century to uh, today. So it's right. a very... Yeah, okay. well, so what are we talking here? What's, what's um, the title? <laughs> Violent Remains. Violent Remains. Cool. Yeah. That's pretty good. So I don't, I don't know much about Mexican history but is pretty much divided into pre-Hispanic sort of conquest and post, and is that is that a, a dividing line along in, in many ways, or? People pretty much start in pre-Columbian mm -hmm. times. Yeah, yeah. Then, you know, people look at the conquest, mm -hmm. then the whole uh, post-colonial period. Yeah. Um, then we looked at the uh, process of nation building mm -hmm. in the 19th century, and then we have the big event of, many consider the big event, which is the Mexican Revolution, yep. which took place in uh, early 20th century, 1910, okay. 1920. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, of course, people problematize those kind of historiographical um, sure. arrangements, mm -hmm. but I think that that will be a pre... People love to complain about periodization. Yeah, exactly. So tell us, what, what's the argument? What's the answer? What do we find? When people buy violent remains mm -hmm. using <laughs> discount code VBB, yes. and they get to the end, mm -hmm. what did they... Yeah. What did they learn? Uh, people are still engaging with the remains of a dead revolution mm. and that these remains are um, pretty much residues of state violence, too. Mm. What kind of courses are you teaching here? Yeah. Um, this semester, I'm teaching a course on uh, culture and the environment, mm -hmm. and I'm also teaching a course on social memory. Oh, okay. So do you have a course that you really, really want to teach, but you haven't been able to yet, and you don't know if you will be, but you wish you could? <laughs> Whoa. Huh, that's interesting. That it has to it has to fit all seven of those things. Yeah, it does. Uh, we should we'll get we'll run it on the whiteboard. We need a whiteboard. I mean, I would love to teach a course on the life and death of the Mexican Revolution, but it's too specific. Uh, often when I teach on Mexico, I, I it's more part of a Latin American course, so it's hard to. I have, just I have an idea. I have an idea for you. Course on Mexico. Why don't you teach an FYS? And yeah. you can teach it on Mexican Revolution. Oh. Then, then you can teach something specific. Do you mean a first-year seminar? A first-year seminar, one of the crown jewels of Lafayette College's teaching <laughs> thing. Um, Maybe. That's a good I'm just, idea. You should write it down. Yeah, that like that's a great idea. Okay. I have good ideas. Just want to note that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, hopefully I can teach one on satire at some point. Okay. That'd be an FYS. That's yeah, good. that sounds fun. Yeah. Or it could be a history class if it was a history satire. Yeah. It'd be good, though. It'd be an evolution because if this was 20 years ago... Mm -hmm. Then I, you know, would have been hell bent on teaching some kind of Simpsons class, oh, yeah. and then everybody did that. It just seemed kind of dumb. And now, now Simpsons have gotten a little bit. Yeah, now they just they, they didn't respond to the press. Apu thing very they got well. Some bad press. 
I was trying to think of a good way to do a segue. There's no, there's no way to do a segue. Because 20 years ago, yes, I was 20 years younger. <laughs> other things that have 20 year spans mm-hmm. are such, for example, the difference between the age of 10 and 30. Yep. In the middle of which is 20. That was exhausting. Monica. Yeah. I'd like to ask you about your musical preferences <laughs> at three points in life. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think you've met all three of these ages. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sometimes we get in trouble. Yeah. Because we didn't think about this ahead of time. No. Because the guest is not 30. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's happened. It happens. But we're yeah. going to we're gonna overcome that obstacle. Yes. Um, when you were 10, did you have a favorite kind of music or was it your parents' music or siblings' music? Yeah, what were you listening when to? When you were 10? 20, did it change? Mm-hmm. And what did it change to? And when you were 30, how would you highlight your musical preferences? We're huh. going to start with 10. Yeah, I think that they had remained mostly very stable because I think that when I was 10, I was very influenced by what my sister was listening. And my sister is um, seven years older than me. Okay. Uh, so, you know, we were listening to uh, The Clash and we were listening to David Bowie and we were listening so to, good. I know, Joey Division and 80s kind of music. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, no, not at all. Yeah. And I just... You know, I really remember liking mm-hmm. uh, all those bands and stuff. And then when I was uh, in my 20s, I discovered the Smiths mm-hmm. when I was in college. Yeah, don't judge me. <laughs> uh, but I really love the Smiths. And I, you know, it was one of, I, when I think of college, I remember, yeah. I just think of, makes me think of the Smiths. And, so when you listen to them And then now, I, use, I use that to pe- select my friends. So oh. if, if so, yeah, exactly. So most of my friends from college actually like the Smiths. Yeah. That was like my, okay, if you did not like the Smiths or you right. didn't know what that was. So were you the originator in your friends group of liking the Smiths or did you pick it up from somewhere else? No, I picked it up from my roommate oh, in college. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so okay. your roommate was the one who was doing the same thing. Oh, yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't so know so they, were just, they were just playing the Smiths and then you were like, yes. whoa, what is this? Yeah, this is so good. Did you have a favorite <laughs> song or favorite album? Uh, it's hard to pick one album, but I really like the Queen is Dead because it was the first album that I listened okay. All right. by them. So it has a special place in my heart. I think maybe we can find a couple songs for this uh, podcast. <laughs> that will make me really happy. Well, wait. Actually, I was at uh, Soul Beers yesterday and yeah. they were, and I had like amazing beer. Yeah. Anyway, um, they were playing the Smith, so it just made me really happy because I was drinking good beer, good beer. and what good I consider music. to be good music. Um, by so age then, 30. Oh, 30, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, by age 30, things pretty much remain the same. I still wow. listen to Joy Division. I still listen to David Bowie. I still listen to the Smiths. This but, but... Could you but, add in? Uh-oh. Um, my husband mm-hmm. was very into hip-hop, German hip-hop. And like As we all German are. techno music. So now that German? has no. No, okay. <laughs> just got into it. Um, but he he's an anthropologist and he works in Germany, so mm-hmm. he's very, okay. And his family came from Germany, okay. so whatever. The point is that now that has you know been added into my musical repertoire. Wow. So, so so what like what kind of band names are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's I knew that you were you were gonna ask that, and yeah. that I'm gonna he's pass because I can't even like pronounce the name so oh, i'm gonna have to pass uh falco falco was a german uh singer craftwerk craftwerk they were a thing and these are just point, german words we're just saying words 99 Luft- Luft- balloons. <laughs> yeah yeah that's and can we keep going no aha wasn't german they just they were norwegian. seemed it aha was norwegian yeah don't confuse the two okay mm. we better not go down this route that's not i don't think so well, let's let's do it no let's just, let's, <laughs>
20 minutes on this. Yeah, yeah. I think instead of that, we could do a quiz. Let's do a quiz. Are you ready for a quiz, Monica? Oh, I'm not, but. Do you, you have to be ready for a quiz. You're, you're going to have the advantage in this quiz. Am I? I don't know. I Is think she so. Have the advantage? Okay. Of course. The guest always has the advantage. Yeah, that's uh, Swan scared. Song, are you ready out there? <laughs> yeah. Hyphen, <laughs> <laughs> Hy- what do you think? Hyphen? I'm always ready for these. Okay. They've should... literally been sleeping this entire time. I know. Okay. Well, or doing homework. <laughs> yeah. We should have people call in to play. Like, you could get we Allison should. Toller, Bolton Simon to call in just at this point. Yeah. I'll, I'll work on trying to arrange this for okay. a future episode. Okay. Well, All let's, right. Let's, just, let's get this quiz rolling. Let's get this quiz rolling. Okay. We have a quiz today. It's the real or not quiz. Real or not. So, Is I'm going to ask no, you, no. are these real things or not? Yeah. Um, Simon goes first, mm-hmm. then Claire, Swang Song Swanson, mm-hmm. <laughs> then uh, Michelle, hyphen Bolton Simon, mm-hmm. and then you get the last answer. So you have two advantages. One, you get to hear all their answers. Mm-hmm. And two, it's on topic that you're more familiar with. So we try to play to the guests. This makes sense. And because we have, did we say 85 Cornell guests? It's finally yeah. time. We have to do some kind of Ithaca Cornell related oh, quiz. Okay. <laughs> so okay. Cornell yeah. trivia. Is this real Cornell trivia oh. or not? Okay. Now, just so you know, Uh-oh. the first one is the mic check question, just, just to make sure everybody knows what's going on and everybody's yeah. mic is working. This so should be easy. This it's an easy one. Mm-hmm. First one. Yeah. Is this true? Ithaca is gorgeous. Okay, so did you notice how I pronounced it? I did. It's really I did. clever. In fact, I can I can literally <laughs> see the license, the bumper sticker right now. I think it is gorgeous. Or, by the way, aren't you glad we didn't do a, a small town bumper stickers, real or not? No, that would have been the only one I can I'm think. Glad of. we didn't do that, Claire. What do you think? Is is it is Ithaca gorgeous? <laughs> <laughs> I think Ithaca is. Gorgeous. Okay, Michelle, what do you think? Is it like a gorgeous? Yes. Okay, Monica. Yes. It is okay, it gorgeous. Is. You're all one for one. It is gorgeous. Yeah. How annoying is that? There's a lot of gorgeous there, <laughs> and it's also beautiful, apparently. So it's just kind of a play on words, just to, just to explain. I couldn't to the even audience. think of another one. No. Let's just move on to the next question. <laughs> Um, all right, the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chicken nugget got its start at Cornell. Chicken nugget the chicken got its start. Nugget. Now it, that would depend if there's like a big food sciences program, and I don't know if there is a big food sciences program. I, f- I feel like more of the land grant institutions have big food sciences. I don't know if Cornell's a, Cornell's private school. I'm gonna say no. I don't think the chicken nugget got its start and at Cornell. What do you think, Claire Swansong Swanson? I'm gonna go no. No, Michelle. What do you think? I'm going to go yes, because I do think they have a pretty big agricultural okay. school, don't they? Okay. I don't know. M- uh, Michelle's correct. It, oh, oh. On, on that point. Okay. They've got to have, Monica, She's correct, but I think uh, the right answer is no. Oh. The answer is yes. Whoa. No way. And it is a public ivy. It is a public ivy. And it okay. is the land-grant school. Okay. And Damn. it does have a big ag food program. Wow. Um, it's the only public ivy. So you never had chicken nuggets there? Nope. Okay. Nope. Well, okay. It wasn't part of the Im- orientation package? No. no. And now, do you eat chicken nuggets a lot now? No, try not to. You try if, not if to. If we brought in but chicken nuggets. They just, ha- they just happen to be there. <laughs> Michelle, bring in the nuggets. This bring, is the bring in the nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> you had to eat 10 of them right yeah. now. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. The answer was yes. Okay. Here, this is a museum-related question, so okay. we're combining several things. Right. Uh, there is a gummy bear museum in Ithaca. <gasps> oh, would there were a gummy bear museum? Um, I would say this. Uh, gummy bears, I believe, are a German invention um, and from the Haribo family. Mm-hmm. Um, the what? Yeah, it's the thing. Um, but I don't know. Is there a lot of German culture a land grant. in... I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no for this one. What do you think, Claire? 
I think that if they invented the chicken nugget, then they would have to have <laughs> almost, a gummy bear museum. Almost, yeah. Playing to the food prominence. Good, yeah, good. yeah. Wait, can I just ask something about the chicken nuggets? Is, is this like a McNugget, like where they have the ground up chicken? Or I is have it just that a question breaded, as well. Just a Listen, breaded piece of chicken. Believe, yeah, clarify. Yeah, please I believe do. the McNugget mm-hmm. is a specific proprietary version of the broader category called True. the chicken nugget. No doubt, no doubt. We all, we all understand that. Oh, so I don't know what you're asking. Is <laughs> Well, I mean, How so, big does the nugget well, have to just, be before just, it's no longer a nugget? No, I just want to ask, like, okay, so are, do they get credit for breading a piece of chicken? Had the chicken finger already been invented? Thank you. That's thank yeah. you. The finger likes that was invented there as well. Oh, do you, do you know? You know, I think the issue is Ben doesn't actually know the answer to any of this because he doesn't do any research. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of research would I have to have done uh, well, to have well, an answer to when that? When they said they invented the chicken nugget, isn't there any more information? There? Yeah, we needed more information. Yeah, exactly. Well, you, you the whole be, podcast is going against you at this just point. Just be glad that I don't have one question on here. Does Cornell have the worst trivia list about its school or not? Oh, okay. Because that would be real. I, I get it. That, <laughs> that would be. You, you, need to, you need to contact their uh, tour guides, their admissions tour guides, because they probably have all kinds of facts. I did, and they told me chicken nuggets. Do you think okay. people are asking this on a tour? Uh, maybe not. Well, okay. what do we mean by how big is the chicken? Are they just bred some chicken? That, that doesn't sound like me at all. It's in a nugget. <laughs> Michelle, what do you think what are we about? Wait, about? what question are we on? Oh, yeah, the gummy bears. The Michelle, gummy what do you bear, think? I'm going to go no. No? Oh, no? She's going no. Monica, what do you think? Gummy no. Bears. No? It was no. Okay. But Give did you know? Oh, God. <laughs> there's a gummy bear song. Has anybody heard the gummy bear song? No. Somebody find the gummy bear, wait, gummy wait, wait, bear wait. song. Wait, wait, wait. Is it for the cartoon gummy bears? Is there? Because there was a cartoon gummy. There was a cartoon in the 80s, 90s about gummy bears. This is pretty recent. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a, a modern in, in version of that. Oh, okay. But um, it's pretty terrible, but it was a real song. Oh, you, you think that a song about gummy bears is terrible? Get <laughs> wow, off the or fence. a movie about emojis? Jeez. But what if the, the con- Smiths made a song about gummy bears? Would it be a good song just by by that ver- by that fact? That yeah, I will say okay. yes. Okay. Just, absolutely. Just okay. so you know, mm-hmm. the reason I know this yeah. on this gorgeous 80-degree day. Gorgeous. <laughs> gorgeous. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I had the opportunity to spend some time at a, a local skating rink. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which, I, a roller skating an, rink. A roller skating rink, which was an open, uh, it had a roof, but all the doors were open. So sure. mm-hmm. it was a throwback. It was kind of, it's been reopened recently yeah. from this old famous uh, amusement park in the area, mm-hmm. which lies on a floodplain. Yes. And so I don't know how the woodwork stayed in shape, but it looked good. Yeah. But they had, you know, roller skate music playing. And this is the kind of song that you would see a video <laughs> in, of, and you'd hear the song blaring at wow. a roller skating rink. So uh, there you go. Okay. Gummy Bear. That's how I know there's a Gummy Bear song. I'm not, I'm not into that. It could have been German. Haribo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we ready for the next one? Yep. You all did very well on that one. Mm-hmm. Nobody bought the gummy bear. I thought the food, food thing. Claire, did you say yes because of the she food? She did say. Oh, good. I got Claire. Okay. Um, uh, the Grateful Dead con- played what many consider its greatest show there in 77. In fact, they played it on uh, uh, what's called Slope Day, which is the last day of spring classes. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Um, oh, Slope Day. Yeah, I remember. Grateful Dead, 77, Slope Day. Okay, so I don't understand the question. So what if what if they had played a slightly better show <laughs> In a slightly different place in a slightly different year. What do you think the question is? The Grateful Dead played what many consider to be their greatest show there in 77 at this, Cornell. This, this doesn't have an answer. Is oh, that, did they play it at Cornell? Yeah. Did they play what people can... I don't... Yeah. This is confusing. I'm, I'll just say yes. How is that confusing? I don't know because did they play... what? It's Michelle, Michelle, help me out like here. Yeah. Did the Grateful Dead play what many consider to be their greatest show at Cornell in 77? Who are the many? Deadheads. Just all of them? They yeah. got together? Collectively. <laughs> yeah. You, how, how, how hard is it to get a bunch I of recently, Grateful Dead fans together? I recently help, helped out a friend of the show past guest, uh, mm-hmm. off-season producer, Liam Berdim O'Donnell, yeah. online yeah. when he was asking for new music. Uh-huh. It was very easy for me to identify 
off the top of my head, what many consider to be one of the premier top five, at least fish shows, which are the Roxy shows at Atlanta in 93. That's not what he was asking for. That is exactly what he was asking for. He thanked so. me profusely. No. I got a <laughs> gift basket. He wants more ska music. <laughs> Fourth wave. Fourth wave ska. <laughs> Are we at fifth wave, Scott? Yet? I think so. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes. That is true, Claire. What do you think? I think that there's no reason for me to say no. Yeah, I think so that's, I'm that's just a good way to go. Yeah. Okay, Michelle. Why not? I'll Why go not? with yes. Sure. She doesn't care anymore. What do you think, Monica? Yes. 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 It's yes. Of course it is. Guys. That was almost going to be the first question. The gimme. Yeah. Like this is so obvious. Yeah. It's totally course, obvious. The famous '77 Dead Show. Did Cal Ripken go to Cornell? <laughs> anyway, never mind. But okay. his house is up for sale for auction. Yep. All right. The next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pop singer Ellie Goulding spent a semester in Cornell's vaunted School of Hotel Administration before she got her first record deal in 2009. There, there's so many facts in that line. What if she got her first record deal in 2008? Are you going to do this for everyone? I, you should. What write if she spells questions. her name differently? You should write better questions. <laughs> um, I'm going to say episode 111. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> he's, he's questioning the yeah, quality of the quiz. <laughs> I'm the quarterly uh, episode. Yeah, I'm still. I, I'll just. I'll just say yes because I don't. Lucky these aren't all quarterly based questions. There's a million. The ways. is the width of this quarterly yeah. slack? This a quarter is, inch. Or not very difficult. I'm gonna say yes. What do you think, Claire? No. No. Oh, Michelle. Yes. Monica. No. No. It's no. What, what but was they were, false about that? <laughs> everything. Everything was false about that. Yeah. It's just that up, up till a day ago, I had no awareness of the existence of this person, and then they played not one <laughs> but two Ellie Goulding songs at the skating oh. rink. That's the kind of song you're gonna get do after they, the Gummy Bear song. Do they have a hotel management thing at Cornell? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Very good one. Oh, good one. Okay. Very good one. Okay. I threw that in for for veracity. Okay. Yeah. That worked. Almost. Is this a very carefully crafted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no it's not. I can re- see that. Re- Monica, reworking don't, it. Don't don't don't, don't encourage, encourage him. him. Don't encourage him. <laughs> Eighty-five <laughs> Cornell guests will teach you something. Yeah, they will. All right, we ready for the next one? Yeah. Well, uh, I actually like the way this one's worded. <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 your biggest fan. <laughs> yeah. 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 I got to pause now. for laughter. <laughs> I can look at him because <laughs> just I'm gonna start laughing. Okay. Too. <laughs> okay. Okay. We have we have fun. Here's some news. Yeah. <laughs> Huey Lewis is a Cornell grad. That wasn't what? Why were you laughing at that? That's where he met the news. Uh, to bring it down, he's got some hearing loss. He can't uh, complete his uh, tour um, for the year with the news. Mm. Yeah. Do we know that? Yeah. Bringing that down a little bit. I saw uh, that on Twitter like right? yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Thanks yeah. a lot. Yeah, I know. I just want to. He just won't be playing. Sure. Are you saying he won't be playing Slope Day? He may not be playing Slope Day. It, oh, wait a second. That was a tell. He did because he is a Cornell grad. What do you think, Claire? Yes. How was that Michelle. I don't know. Michelle, what do you think? Yes. Monica, do you remember seeing him in the yearbooks? I'm going to say no. Okay. Oh, it was yes. It oh, was. I knew yes. it. Now, is the entire news from Cornell or just Huey Lewis? Just Huey Lewis. You know that for a fact. I know that for a fact. <laughs> he, they could have started at Cornell. I don't know. Bill Nye went there too. He's a science guy. Did you know that? It rhymes. It all comes together. Yeah. It's a rich tapestry. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar did a show at Cornell. Kendrick Lamar did a show at Cornell. And what did we get at, at Lafayette? I don't know. Who do who who's coming for senior day, guys? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, come on. Here, let's let's finish this question <laughs> okay, first. Okay, okay, let's go. Kendrick Lamar playing at Cornell. Yeah. It's the kind of school that can pull in a Kendrick Lamar. Is, it, is that the entirety of the question? He once played there? Yeah. While he was oh. a star. No, he never did. That would never happened. What do you think, Claire? <laughs> no. Okay, Michelle? I, I love the, we don't even have to add that apathy filter. Yeah. <laughs> like it just pours out of your, it just pours out of your microphone. I want my Instagram apathy filter. What do you think, Michelle? 
Um, yes. Monica? Yes. Yes. Uh, of course. 2013. 2013. Snoop Dogg played there. Drake played there. When did you leave Cornell? Uh, 2015. Oh, okay. So, so you, know you were there to... for the concert. I don't think I, ha- I attended, <laughs> but yeah. So you, I got she it. heard it. Okay, she heard it. Who, uh, uh, Claire and Michelle, who has the, been the best musical um, uh, visitor that we've had in your time here? Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> like from LAF or like what WJRH brings? All of Lafayette College. I don't so care like who is this them. including spring concerts? Yes, that's is what that I Is that at oh, Lafayette? Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> Anything at Lafayette. Who, who has been your favorite spring concert? This is an off quiz question. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. You don't have to tell if, this is, if your answer is real or not. Well, I yeah. didn't go to the spring concert last year. Wasn't there like a B.O.B.? Is that mm-hmm. he was there? He was Mac- he was here. Macklemore was here once. I, that was before Macklemore. my time. Macklemore. Uh, counting say counting Crows. Way Borns back. was here. We had Borns before he got popular. Jason that was Borns? fun. I enjoyed I, that. I, I, went, I think. Did I see you there? That was freshman year. Borns. There's a good chance you saw me there because yeah. I was there. Never I was there no, as no, well. So I guess it's Borns. Okay. Good. Well, we'll uh, play a clip from a Borns song here. You not? You don't want to play Thrift Shop? No, well, they, they mentioned Bourne's. So okay. Macklemore was here before we were here, so okay. we did not is witness that, that. Is that why you came here? <laughs> no, big, it was not. Big selling point. I bet he's there every year. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> is something <laughs> that talking. tour guides will say. Like, We had chain smokers here. We had Macklemore here. <laughs> that does sound like them. Uh, what's the next question? Next question. Mm-hmm. Avril Levine is a distant relative of Ezra Cornell. Avril Levine. She, she's Canadian, so it's impossible that she would be a distant <laughs> relative. <laughs> right. Um, so People never no. kind of move around. Never, never. We say no. I think no. Okay, Michelle. I'm gonna go no. Monica. No. 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 Of course not. But if you've ever seen an Avril Lavigne video, you get to see probably two of them if you spent a couple hours at a skating rink yesterday. Oh God. I really boned up on my uh, recent pop hits. <laughs> recent pop hits? <laughs> recent ten years? I don't know. Okay. I don't know anything about Avril Lavigne. Am I saying her name right? It's clear. Yeah. No. Sorry. I mean, it's all, it all sounded the same to me. Okay. All right, ready for the last one? Yeah, yeah. Um, this also could have been the first one. Oh, okay. Andrew Bernard, who famously attended Cornell. Yes. He of The Office. Yes. Um, was in an acapella group called Here Comes Trouble. Here Comes Trouble. Oh, I forget what his acapella group was called. But I don't... I don't and that, just for you, the only part of the question is the name of the acapella I, group. I know, I know. I understand. <laughs> like, oh, he wasn't really on The Office. No, he, he was, was on the British... No, are you I talking can, about the British I office? I can confirm all of that. Um, the way here, you spelled it in your question was the British office. Here Comes Treble. Here Comes Treble. Oh, then yes. Get it? It's a music I thought you said I thought you said Here Comes Trouble at first, and I was like, there's, there's nothing funny about that. What? But Here Comes Trouble, yes. This that on, is true. By the way, I'm asking this on Corduroy Day. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, not Corduroy. I'm asking this on the Corduroy episode Corduroy because episode. we have an acapella group called the Corduroys. Oh. Mm. And are they a sponsor of the show? Um, they are friends of the show, future guests. Oh, we could get them to sing our theme song. Oh, that's true. How's uh, how's Ben doing on that? He's not here. No. Okay. Okay, Claire, what do you think? Yes. The, so here comes Treble. What do you think, Michelle? No. Monica, what do you think? Here yes. Comes, here comes Treble. It's yes. They have. She knows all the Andy Bernard Trivia. Yeah, of course. Because yes. Cornell. It's yes. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> Do people uh, really adore him there? The fictional character, Andy Bernard? Probably not. Nerd dog? I don't know. No. She doesn't okay. even know. Yeah. I do appreciate that our tour guides now. Did mm-hmm. we bring this up on last episode? I have heard them three times. They now note when marching tours past our library mm-hmm. that 
if you've seen Parks and Rec, this is the library yes. that was in the final episode. Mm-hmm. So they folded that into the, the oh no presidential God. library. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, in keeping with my prior question, I'm not sure how that's going to be a get. Like, oh, I wasn't. I was on the fence about Lafayette. Yeah. Yeah. But mom, did you hear about their lo- library? Yeah. It's it's a very nice library. But, oh, of course. But, but we don't need to go for the fact yeah, that yeah, maybe exactly. it was on a TV show once. Right. You can do more like Lafayette trivia. Yeah. Just listen to the episode with uh, Friendship Best Guest, uh, Diane Shaw. You'll it's learn all about it. Tons. The most famous visitor celebrity of the 19th century. Yeah. Lafayette. Uh-huh. The Marquis. Yeah. All right. Back to this episode. Yes. Quiz is done. Quiz is done. The quiz is done. Should we won. I won. You did. Once again. <laughs> You're like 100 for 100. 111. 111 for 111. Actually a lot of people don't know, but we didn't actually start the quizzes until uh, till the, till the rebirth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, should I ask my question? Yeah, ask your question. I will. <laughs> oh, oh, and I will Monica. mock it incessantly. Monica. Have I you even to... thought about this question? I have. What it's do you a, mean? It's a great question. <laughs> it's very unclear. People have asked about it in other contexts too. Monica, what is your favorite day? Friday what, or but Sunday? But there's seven days. I know. I don't get the question. You have to pick between the two, Friday or Sunday. It's very clear to me. It, oh, is it clear to you? Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, now, now is the answer clear to you, though? That's just because I edit around to make it sound clear. I know. <laughs> okay, so I think Sunday. Sunday, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Reasons. Reasons. Yeah. Reasons. I'm just too tired. Uh, by Friday, I'm just too tired. Mm-hmm. And I think that Sunday feels more like a relaxing day to me. Mm-hmm. Uh Fridays, I'm usually too tired to even enjoy the fact that it's Friday. Are you on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday teaching schedule or Tuesday? No, Thursday? I'm on a Tuesday. Thursday. Thursday. Are you always? Okay. No. Okay. Even so, even if you're teaching on a Monday, you, you like a Sunday because then it becomes a work day. That's true. We're gonna try and the convince pressure. you wrong about. Mm. about well, I think I was thinking more about my schedule this semester. Okay. I, Plus, I answer based on my schedule this semester. In I your mean, defense, we don't yeah. have to prove you're right or wrong we until don't. we do the follow up. Yeah, that's when we. Have that's to. true. Uh, so the follow up, and then we'll get back to your answer. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your feelings on black licorice? Do you like black? Licorice? No, I don't get it. Okay, you don't okay. like black licorice. I don't get it. You don't get. You don't? I was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't understand it. You don't understand why people would like black licorice. Yeah, exactly. I I don't like it. I mean, that is the correct answer. Yes, that's correct. But that that means you're a Friday person. So just letting you know. So we must have been asking this when she was teaching on a Monday. Yeah, yeah. Is there a correlation between? It's it's almost a perfect correlation. Almost perfect. I I just proved you wrong. No, no, I'm sorry. That's not how this this works. (laughs) That's not how our truth works. (laughs) Um... But let me, so have you always been a a Sunday person, even when you were a kid, like going to school and stuff like that? Was there ever like, when you had to go to school on a Monday, was a Sunday kind of like, Yeah, Saturday, that's true. But Friday was great. Yeah. Okay. So now things have changed. Okay. You you can't, you have to, you're not a very good researcher. Just me? Maybe it's just an outlier. We have enough data, still statistically significant. That's true. That's true. But you know how much I I hate I like that, to be the outlier. Okay. There. Good. That's encouraging. Okay. I understand that. (laughs) Um... What, do we, what else do we have? I think we're I think we're good. To I go. think we're good. Yeah. And uh, and speaking of Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter <laughs> at some later date. You can follow us on Facebook. You can email us. Uh, did we get? We, I think we got a mailbag item yeah. today. We didn't respond to. We can talk about that later. We can talk about it later. Um, but you can add to our mailbag at butters at gmail um, and you can just download us on iTunes and rate us as a five star podcast, the highest rated podcast on the internet in history. <laughs> Monica, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. This was fun. Thank, thank you, you, Monica. Okay. Headphones off. Headphones off. Okay.
Talking about the mailbag, we might as well talk about it right now. We don't oh. have to wait until some other time to do it. We yes. have to do it at some later date. Hey, uh, we had a follow up. We had, actually, it was a, a combined a few things because yeah, uh, friend of the show, future guest Kelly Allen, um, wrote in to let us know that Sheets hey, with Kelly. spelled with a Z. Now, now, where is he? Uh, is he a teacher? At He's at, uh, Nor- at Northampton yes. Community College. Got it. Hey, Kelly. Um, yes. Yeah, so he writes to us. Um, Subject line I think I pretty much just said it. Wait, I'm going to read his entire text. Okay. It's a family name, period. He doesn't even capitalize I in the it's. So that's, wow, he was really just getting out there. Cheers, Kelly. Um, That that was the entirety of it. That's the entirety of it. So this led us to assume that it must have been changed in some way Mm -hmm. um, at Ellis Island when the family came here. So 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 I don't know what it changed from. Was it part, part of it was that I was upset that it wasn't Sheed's? No, you were a, you used it as a reference because mm-hmm. you you were upset that lids yes. was spelled with an S. I I'm actually not upset that lids is spelled with an S. I don't mind when things are correctly spelled, but when they're incorrectly spelled, when you when you have the Z replacing the S, I it has were. to be in cases when the S makes a Z sound, like lids. So if if it was L I D Z, so okay, lids. Best case scenario, L I D Z. It's amazing how you can make this less interesting. Second best case scenario, L I D Z. Um, sheets, best case scenario, is Even less interested now. Okay. I'm just, just, just sort of giving you the old... Well, the whole point was that yeah. we were finally able to activate our genealogy intern. Yes, finally. Uh, so, friend of the show, future guest Kendall uh, Sangster is our genealogy intern. Mm-hmm. She's been on standby for quite a long time. Oh, yeah. She's been waiting for this. And when this I can't ca- wait to bring her in. Mm-hmm. Well, when, when uh, Kelly, Kelly asked this, I, we both immediately assumed... That this must be a, a name change um, on immigration because it's probably not what the Z originally, or maybe it was like Sheetstakovich or something, or mm-hmm. Sheetstakstawiski, or I don't, mm-hmm. who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, uh, Kendall spent a, a good deal of time on Ancestry.com trying to run this down for us. Did you know that um, uh, you can get onto Ancestry.com as a Lafayette student for free? Did we already say that? <sighs> what? Are they, are they a sponsor? Do we not want to know that? No. No, what happened? We um, back up? Good thing this isn't live. <laughs> right. Be- guys, Ben is really frustrated with me right now. I don't know what's going on. Genealogy intern Kendall yeah. says to me, Yeah. I'd really love to run down this information. Yeah. But I don't have a subscription to Ancestry.com. Can't Uh-oh. pay for one. Yeah. Does the show have money? Sure. I, I says to Genealogy intern Kendall. You, he says. I says to her <laughs> with an S. Yeah. Not S E Z. Got it. I, I says to Kendall, I says. Don't you know that we have a subscription through the library, so it's oh, free? I just learned that right now, at this moment. <laughs> you, you just said it a moment before. Oh, I thought you were going to edit that out. <laughs> she then spent two hours looking up her family history. What? At the end of on which... On our dime? On, no, on the college's dime. Okay, on the college's dime. By the way, did you know that the library that, mm-hmm. that subscribes to this... Yeah. Same one that was in the last episode of Parks and Rec. I've heard that, yes. Yeah, it's come up. Yeah. Um... Uh, and there are too many sheetses, so she could not narrow it down. Wait, the whole too, point of the story. Too many sheets. <laughs> you don't say she, you too many sheets. Well, you'd have the apostrophe after the Z. Too many sheets. I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, too many sheets. I. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we we've gotten no farther on answering this question. 
That's great. Um, the whole point of that was so, that we... So, Kelly, we can neither confirm nor deny that it is a family name. So all of this was uh, just to say that we, we have no information. I think, I think so. Uh, wrapping it up. In conclusion, we have nothing to say. People, people want the progress report. And I, I think just we give it to them. I like how that matches the whole ethos of 111 episodes. Mm-hmm. So, in summary, we have nothing to say. But we did get to bring in uh, another friend of the show and uh, current sorority sister. Oh, we didn't know that. This is a whole new development. You, well, yeah. What are you? Are you piping in now? She's I didn't a, know that. She's a pie fi She is a pie fi Interesting. Who's not a pie fi Yeah. Claire. Hey, Claire. Hey. <laughs> we don't, you know what? Pie fire or not, we still love you both. Okay. I'm now writing a message to the WJRH group chat about why there are waffles in the recording studio, even though there's a very clear no eating in the studio law. This is how we get ants, and we had ants. I promised we had ants, and it was gross. Why Why are there Actually, waffles? it's in the broadcasting studio. Oh. I don't know, because people decided to bring waffles into the studio. What kind of waffles? Do they have various toppings on them? And if so, what are they? They look like bare waffles. Okay, well, that is unacceptable. I'm going to go throw them out. For the listeners out there, Michelle has left the microphone to go throw out the waffles.